0: hello hey there oh. can you hear me i can hear you awesome so welcome to our first podcast hey hey <laughs> <laughs> oh this, isn't this fun
1: this is very interesting i was trying to figure out how i could put it on speaker but i don't know how
0: oh mine's on speaker
1: do
0: that oh well you just have to figure it out as we go oh wait no no i got it it's on speaker. oh perfect perfect so i'm calling this the after after show because we can discuss everything that happens you know after it happens okay after after cool after the after show. cool yeah so um i guess we should start with some intros so people can know who we are in case this will be their first time listening to us um you want to go first
1: uh yeah i'm riley knox i am known as the top beyonce impersonator in the world and I <laughs> so i impersonate beyonce and i amongst a lot of other things but that's what i'm known for and yeah that's me
0: <laughs> fun stuff fun stuff okay so yeah. i'm Richie Sky. I am a television host and producer on Mm -hmm. Daily Flash. Uh, We're Mm -hmm. on CW and Fox Networks nationwide. I was also on Bravo on a show called Stripped. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I think (laughs) I think I obsessed my way onto Bravo. Like, (laughs) I I... I think you. (laughs) <laughs> I honestly I honestly think that I did that. I think that I obsessed over those shows so much and told myself I will be on Watch What Happens live that I actually made it happen.
1: It was a manifestation.
0: It was a freaking manifestation. That's exactly what it was. You
1: manifested it and it came true. You put it out into the universe and it happened.
0: That's that's what the people said. The people say you put it out there into the universe. And then you somewhat, I think, you know what, I somewhat obsessed about it, but it was kind of like, it was always in the back of my mind. It wasn't like it was, I woke up every day and thinking, oh my God, I want to be on Bravo. It was just kind of like, I was watching the shows, so I was constantly surrounded by it. I did podcasts on it at Afterbus TV. Mm-hmm. And I, think, I think in some way, shape or form, I was manifesting without knowing it. I think that's what happens when you really truly manifest something. Yes. Not that um, this is the secret podcast, but you know
1: what? <laughs> it's true it's funny that you never had to review your own show though
0: you know what they asked if I wanted to to do it and I was like uh, no because <laughs> you know what's funny like I actually did not watch everybody's episode
1: <laughs> I only watched yours <laughs> I watched like the first two and then I was like and I record them all I still have them all recorded do you know that oh, I st- are you serious I still have your episode recorded. It will not delete. I do not delete it.
0: I oh, make- my God. You know what? When I come back to D.C. and I, like, we're, like have a weekend to, like, chill, I want to watch the rest of the season because we did, like, cast um, get-togethers for everybody's right. premiere, but not everybody participated in those. So the weeks that those people didn't come, like, those people didn't, those people were airing, we just didn't get together. Right. I
1: hear
0: ya. it was what it was. But the show was called Strift, and it was kind of fun. I was naked on the show. Wasn't in the best of shape at the time, but I feel like, okay, it's done. It's out there. Who who cares at this point? So, I want to talk about like, first, what can you tell us, like, what shows you're obsessing about right now?
1: Okay. I'm totally obsessed with The Real Housewives of uh, of Atlanta and also the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Perfect. And uh, well, you mean just like Bravo shows or just like any shows?
0: Uh, okay. Well, we're gonna. I think we'll t- touch on mostly Bravo, but I think we can talk. We can talk about everything. Under okay. The sun. So
1: there's this like, one show that I'm so obsessed with that I can't stop watching it because every time I watch it, I literally like am doubled over with laughter. What? It's called Dating No Filter. It's on E. It is a show where they take these random strangers, set them up on blind dates, and these comedians sit on a couch and pick at them. (laughs) Okay, so
0: it's kind of like watching a reaction video on YouTube.
1: Yes, it's like watching a reaction video on YouTube, but there was a show on Bravo that was like this, I think it was called The People's Couch.
0: Oh my god! I used to love that. Show. It's just like that.
1: But these are comedians that are picking at the people that are going on the dates. Like they're they're watching it. Sometimes the dates go great. Sometimes they don't. And either way, they're literally crazy. Like it's it's. I just can't stop laughing at it. I watch them and I laugh so hard.
0: All right. Okay. I might have to check that out. What else? Okay.
1: Hold on. I know I'm not supposed to say this, but like, how do I? Ah! Okay. There we go. Um. so uh, what else am i obsessed with um i mean on netflix i'm watching this show called um russian doll
0: how is that
1: it's really good it just got good though but like like i mean i've been watching it and it's like this woman it's like groundhog's day that movie oh it's like, okay yeah
0: <laughs> oh, where something keeps happening over and over, over
1: and over again. and over again. It keeps happening over and over again, and then um, I can't tell you what happens because then I'll because uh, it's right now the parts that I'm at right now is so good. It's getting so good because I can't, but I can't tell you what happens. See, see that? I yeah. See, I can't. I guess we can't talk about the binge watch shows because then we'll spoil things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll tell. I'll tell you guys. I'll tell you what I'm, I'm currently like. Okay. Obsessing about. Okay, so I okay, let me let me preface this with this with this thing that I typically do sometimes and it's bad. So a lot of times nowadays, I love you know all the real housewives shows, but I'm so guilty nowadays of just reading the recaps and then this deciding if I want to watch it from there. So I'll go on to reality TV and I will read the recap and decide if I really want to wear it. Or I think it's another one called The Good Time Tea. They do hilarious recaps of shows. So I will actually go on there and determine if I want to watch the show. Like, I got all of my Real Housewives of New Jersey fix from blogs. And it's so bad because I know I should just sit down and watch it. But I'm like, I don't always have an hour to watch this. So- mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I get my, my ten minute read on and I, I know everything that's going on. So I did that with most of Real Housewives of New Jersey this season, I'm sad to say, but and I heard it was amazing, but I have seen the last two episodes of the reunion.
1: Do you and know I have
0: I, I have what?
1: not watched the Real Housewives of um New Jersey since Teresa flipped the table? Lies. I promise you, I've not watched it since then. I'm so into it. Oh my god. <laughs> So excited for New York.
0: Yo, listen, let me tell you something.
1: I think that comes out it's, this week.
0: I'm I'm the type of person I'm like so geeked about it. I'll go on to BravoTV.com to try to determine if like, okay, have they released any new scenes from the new season? And they have not released not one new scene from this season yet. I'm like, what are you waiting for?
1: Oh my god. I know, but I but I saw the saw it came on. I thought it came on um on um the the preview came on the other
0: night while I was watching TV. So I got super excited about that. Because Well Let's discuss that really quickly because I feel like they're like I, I wanna know what you're excited about most of the season, but before that, are you do you like it when they only have six housewives or do you prefer them to have seven? For what? Do you prefer them to have six housewives or do you prefer them to have seven?
1: Um, I don't think I ever noticed how many housewives there are. And you know what? Remember that one year where New
0: Jersey had like, it seemed like they only had like five. Yeah, they had five. They only had five for like a couple of seasons. And then there was one season where there were only four because Dina quit.
1: Right, there were four. I never noticed that. Sometimes it seems like there's so many of them. And I I tend to enjoy when they show them all together as opposed to when they show like one part of somebody's life or like two or three people hanging out. I like it when they're like all together. And there seems sometimes I think there was one season where there were there seemed like they were eight or maybe some of them were friends to the show on. No. One of the
0: on New York, they literally had eight one season, and I think Miami did eight that one season. That. Was that's
1: too many. Cause I kind of try to keep up and, and the problem with like some of them, like OC, like some of those girls look a lot alike.
0: <laughs> I know they're they're very blonde. <laughs> but you know what I love about New York though, I love and then you mentioned this the group scenes, they do a lot of group scenes.
1: That's what they're all about though. That's what the show should be all about. Like we like seeing the personal lives and you know how that what goes on there. But I like it when there's a lot of group scenes and then there's, you know, like some shadiness going on with like two of them or like, you know, scheming and like plotting or like, you know, talking behind somebody else's back. I mean, I know that's terrible, but it makes for good TV.
0: It really does. And I think that a good formula for most Housewives shows is, you know, I'm I'm okay with like the, the episode starting with some like solo scenes and then build up with some, like, partial group scenes. But I feel like the ending of every episode needs to be a group scene.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. But it, what, the funniest part of it for me is when they have the two, when they have, like, two or three of them talking about something, and then they 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 say something like, oh, don't tell so-and-so or keep it from... I'm like, you realize they're going to watch this, right? The thing <laughs> that they do do... Or when someone gets caught in a lie, and they're t- completely... Like I'm mean, like, you realize you're lying and we just saw you do it like on the camera, like there's evidence. You I think but sometimes then, girls forget that they're being video taped. Like they forget they're you, being taped.
0: You know it's what happening. happens though? Sometimes though, I feel like you kind of forget what you said. Like you're in the moment. But not, of not in the
1: confessionals.
0: <laughs> Actually, yeah, like because sometimes in the confessionals they'll be like, Do you remember when you said this and you're like What?
1: (laughs) I said that? that. Who said that?
0: (laughs) So you just, it's it's so crazy to me. So you just never know. Like, okay, so let me ask you a question about the new season of New York. Who are you most excited to see this season? Hmm. The people want to know. I think we have a technical difficulty with Riley. Let's see if we can get her back on the line.
1: Can you hear me? Hello? Can you yeah, hear
0: me? You phased out for a little bit. The people were wondering where you went.
1: Oh, <laughs> What was the last thing you heard me say that, the, about the what I was excited? Okay, you, you asked what I was excited to see. I said on- who-
0: yeah, who are you Ooh. most excited to see? I'm this?
1: excited to see always Bethany, but Dorenda, I want to know, because I saw in the preview how they were saying, you heckled her with the whole Giovanni thing, and she's like, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> Dorenda, Dorinda, last season got on my nerves, because I like her, but for some reason, she started to seem like, get super messy at the end of last season. And it was just sort of like, even when she was like, The whole thing with the the Nutcracker and um, Bethany. I'm like, come on. Like, you're so petty and messy right now.
0: Well, you know, I I honestly think that there was a thing about Bethany that they were all kind of tired of last season. And I think it was the fact that she always kind of, like, separates herself and, like, kind of puts a lot of them down, it seems like, at times. So I feel like it seemed like... Both her and Carol were just like fed up with Bethany for some reason, you know. And I think that she, they were just on that train together. And I don't know, Dorinda almost seemed like she was in a bad mood half the last season.
1: Yeah, she always seemed in a bad mood and like she took a lot of stuff. Like her relationship with Luann was very strange, that whole thing there. And it that looks was like really- it's
0: still strange from the, from the preview. And-
1: really does. But I feel like they, because Luann was not at the reunion, they had a lot of unfinished business. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like they had a lot of stuff they needed to talk about. It, it kind of looks like this whole cabaret thing is going to Luann's head, do you think?
1: Like <laughs> you know what? Good for her, though, because she went through with some dark times and a lot of dark stuff. Uh, so I she didn't, I think she kind of deserved a moment, Oh. You know? Like, to have some fun.
0: Yeah, you know? I, I, I agree with that. I think that she kind of deserves to come out at the other end of this. And we need to see her star shining bright. I'm kind of yeah. interested to see how Jill factors into the new season. And did you know that she's Jill so actually was... She's like a friend to the show. She's a friend to the show. But do you know she actually lives in Miami?
1: Oh, with her new boyfriend.
0: I guess so. I think she spends half the year here and half the year there. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how she fits back into the mix. I'm kind of excited to see um Dorinda. Cause I feel like Dorinda always gives us some great moments. Like she gives us a lot of like
1: catchphrases and like clip <laughs> clip.
0: <laughs> which is still one of my all-time favorite episodes. Mind. Every year, I wonder what
1: her new thing is going to be.
0: <laughs> Literally, that clip episode still takes me out to this day.
1: Um, I love She had one last year, too, that was really funny. Besides Jovan. Oh, it was Liar, Liar, Ho on Fire.
0: Liar,
1: Liar, Ho on Fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's <was> so funny, <laughs> But it's so funny because these girls are so... I feel like because they are... Like, I mean, I know people have real problems, like real things going on, but I feel like because they're so rich and sometimes they have like, so like nothing going on, it's just sort of like, we have to be as petty as we can possibly be. Like one little thing you say, I'm going to blow uh, like way out of proportion and make you just like nail you to the cross for us. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. It's like, I want your life where my only problem is the fact that you said this to me. <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: Like I'm, excited a- to, I'm excited to see where this takes Tinsley, though, because, I mean, I think that, you know, they kind of almost made it seem like Tinsley was just like a Carol-like sidekick. So yeah, but I'm I think of, they always make her
1: seem like she's an airhead, too.
0: Like, yeah, the, I'm kind of I'm yeah. hoping that we see a different side of her, a slightly more aggressive side, dare I say it, because... Like,
1: I think she'll be able to stand up for herself against all these really strong personalities without She needs to, but without Carol, do you think she'll be able to do that?
0: I hope so. I mean, I think only time will tell. But what I do think is that I think that she's going to get closer to Dorinda. That's going to be—that's my suspicion. Yeah. I I really can see them having a good relationship and a pretty interesting alliance as the season progresses. But the cool thing about it is, for the most part, we have no idea what is going to happen this season. We know that, you know, Bethany deals with the death of Dennis— we know oh that. my
1: God, I forgot,
0: about... yep. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh we my God, that was so terrible. The Countess is back. We know that Jill Zaren makes a pop-up and we know that we have a new friend. Her name is Barbara. I think her name is Barbara Cavalman or something like that, which is actually interesting because she was in one of the previous seasons talking to Carol about Luann and she was the one that didn't want to be on mic. She didn't know that, the mic, that Carol's mic was on.
1: <laughs> you know that happened to me once during a taping of a reality show. Really? <laughs> yes, that completely happened to me. Someone else was was mic'd, and I never told you this. Okay, so this is this is this is so terrible. First of all, you should never be talking about people, and I learned a lesson that day very quickly on how not to talk about people because behind their backs. Because we were taping, and someone had. Um, someone the I wasn't mic'd but the person next to me um was mic'd and I leaned into them literally almost into their chest and said something bad about someone else and was like and she looked at me and then looked down at her mic then looked back up at me like do you see this mic and I'm like oh, oh my god <laughs> ended up getting cut out so I was fine but like <laughs>
0: uh. I was like,
1: Oh, this is so terrible!
0: Listen, I love a hot mic moment, and Bravo is notorious for giving them to us. Okay, I gotta. I want to move on because I want to talk about. Let's talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. Did you see it this okay. past week? I don't know you were going there, okay?
1: Yes, Atlanta is ever okay, but I feel like they waited to save the drama to, to towards the end and
0: because that.
1: it was very mellow, sort of like Beverly Hills was last year. It was very kind of like, okay, no drama, like mellow, but obviously we want everyone to do well, but we watch these shows because they are drama-filled. We're not watching them to get an education and anything. Exactly. Pure entertainment, right? So, you saw this past this past week's episode, right?
0: Yeah. Giovanna, <laughs> 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 Let me tell you, this was by far my favorite episode of the season. Um. <laughs> it it was I think it was all it was the editing it was the way they put it together I was like they're really amping this up and honestly I'm gonna let's go right let's go right to it let's go right to NeNe first of all and her breakdown like I guess we should have seen this coming
1: oh yeah because you can be strong as you can be but it's pretty soon it's all going to catch up and it's all going to fall apart. And I really don't think it was about Marlo and what Marlo did or didn't do or how she reacted. I think it was just, that's how it showed itself. It just came out and yeah. she took it out of Marlo. But really, she just was at a point where she was just breaking.
0: Yeah. And she seemed kind of hyped up though. Like She
1: was drunk.
0: Did you see how drunk she was at first?
1: Because they said, well, what are you on? Remember? She was just like, you're late. And, she was, and then she went off and then, you know. She, they were drinking. When those drinks start flowing, yeah,
0: she, she can, started getting up. Yeah. You
1: can tell she was tipsy.
0: Well, it was interesting, though, because when Marlo asked how many drinks she had, had Tanya turned and was like, zero. So I'm like, what? Like, no. She no not I don't have think. had zero drinks because she is turned all the way up.
1: I didn't even notice Tanya said that, Zero. I was just hoping that Giovanna J- or Giovanna or whatever her name is. <laughs> or Hovana, remember what's her name?
0: <laughs> <Colors> of- Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda, Hovanna, Wakanda.
1: Can we <laughs> say, I'm gonna remember this. I'm gonna she said, I'm let me where's my phone at? I'm gonna remember this. So that you said this. <laughs> like a <laughs> Yes. i like seeing i like seeing candy and 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 uh um porsche get along
0: i think we all do
1: yeah because it's just petty and it's just like come on at this point
0: I, I, I like them better together than i do apart at this point i think because i think because we've seen them argue so much that it's kind of like okay like can we get a new thing going and it would be refreshing to see them as friends what are you listening? Uh, can we
1: talk about the the fact that she threw a party with a no-wig policy? OK.
0: Was it me, or did it look like she still had on a wig, though?
1: Well, that was her hair. And I don't want to say, you know, I love NeNe, but you saw it was all combed forward, didn't you? But
0: why isn't her hair? Because like, it honestly still looked like a wig to me. Well,
1: that's how her hair looks but it would look like a wig because it was all come forward to hide the fact that there are no edges.
0: <laughs> oh. No. Yeah, I mean, her wig looked... I mean, her me—her hair looked like a wig. That's all I can say about that. Well,
1: I, th- I think that's a good thing. I think just because it was blonde, but... Also, it was combed forward to hide the fact that there are no, dare we say, edges.
0: <laughs> Can I ask a question? Like, what, what damages edges so bad?
1: Um, it's called traction alopecia. And it happens when you have too tight of braids or too tight of, wi- of, of weaves or that glue constantly on your real hair, and you're pulling it off incorrectly, and it causes the edges to come up.
0: Wow. So this is a really bad thing, right? Because it seems yeah. like people are, well, not really a bad thing, I guess I should say, as much as it's a common thing, it seems like.
1: Yeah, but you know what? It, as long as they have wigs, weaves and wigs, nobody has a, any reason to be bald. Unless you just want to be bald. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although if you saw her later on that same night on Watch What Happens Live, she her hair looked amazing.
0: Best oh, looked absolutely. Amazing. I mean it was a it was a it was a great wig. I mean yeah, but yeah. can can we get into like the the whole the apex of the episode? Can we just talk about this this episode with the closet?
1: Okay. The closet. <laughs> the closet. Okay, so I get both sides, okay? And I'm going to tell you who i on. I'm okay. on Nini's. I'm on Nini's. Okay. However, I do get it. You know, they went upstairs because they felt like, you know, you guys just forgot about us and left us downstairs. So they go upstairs.
0: And actually, they were just coming up to say goodbye.
1: They were just coming up to say goodbye. And then all of a sudden, Candy goes, wait a minute, I just realized I'm up here by the closet. Nini's always talking about how fabulous her closet is. Her, her clothing store, her boutique, Swag was based off of her closet. So on what her closet looks like.
0: So, you know, I I think for me I feel like this was an extenuating circumstance, meaning like the way Nene made it seem like well they were uninvited up they were not invited up the stairs well it's like so much chaos that happened right and she was trying to say on Watch What Happens Live that they were all hurt. Um, Marlo and Cynthia were always supposed to film a scene after everybody left. Well, nobody had left. Right, you just left, left your party. Yeah, They decided to leave. And even when she tried to tell even when Candy said, I'm heading out the door, Nene was like, don't leave. Why are you
1: leaving? Yeah, exactly. She's like, it's 9 o'clock, I gotta go. But let me tell you what I think it is. This is what I believe and I and I absolutely, and she backed up what I already thought. I don't think it was about the two of them going in her closet. I think once that cameraman went in there, that's when she got pissed because she didn't want it filmed. But of course, the cameramen are going to follow the talent.
0: The talent. Yeah, I, I I agree with you one hundred percent
1: with that. Been in closet many times she's filmed in her closet, her packing to go on on, on on something, or she filmed scenes in there with her husband or with um with Marlo. Yeah. So we've seen inside of her inside closet. We know she has a beautiful closet. We've seen it a million times. But the closet was... She said, oh, my closet is a mess right now. She, and when they went in there, it, she was fine. It wasn't until so the camera guy went in there. And remember, she, you see her ripping... Pulling him by his shirt to the point that it ripped off. Like, no. Get out of my closet. And she said on Watch What Happens Live, I think it would... He said, would you have been fine if, if the camera guy... She said, I, I think so. She said... So basically, she concurred with what I already thought. Like, she backed up what I thought. Like, it it, it was the fact that she was... The the cameraman went in there. She didn't want it filmed. But I don't think she cared about them going to her closet. I don't think she cared for them to see. They're her friends, you know. Um, But I do understand what she said. If I invite you to my home and I tell you you cannot go into a certain part of my home, you're not allowed in that part of my home. Point blank and period. Just like she said, they disrespected... Uh, Sheree's house. Remember when Kenya and 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 um, and Candy went downstairs into that the basement that wasn't finished? They disrespected Kenya's house. So she's like, "No, you, you know, I don't. You, there's nothing you can't argue with me on. That. If I tell you, if I invite you to my house, you're not allowed in that part. And I tell you you can't go in that house. That part, you cannot go in that part.
0: I I definitely agree with that that sentiment. I just in my mind, I'm like, oh, she went real far to make that point. But at the end of the day, I get it. If your closet is not clean and you're about to be on television, she's already had people go off about her bathroom being unfinished. I'm sure she's real sensitive about her home. And you want to know something else, though, that I'm excited about with Nene? Is she finally did something that I felt like was smart that all the girls should do. And Candy started this, really. Is she created her own YouTube channel just like about maybe like last week. And so she kind of gives a, a behind the scenes look at her life you know when she's going shopping or when she's going to be on television oh my God, that's so or, funny and,
1: i didn't know when that. she's
0: reacting wow. to the show
1: because you know i'm obsessed
0: with youtube right now i'm gonna go
1: subscribe like my favorite youtube right now is shay mitchell like and i thought about doing it for myself too like just filming behind the scenes stuff
0: you should i mean and doing like you know little talk throughs and stuff like that or even taking your lives that well, you people keep, and asking them. Them. And keep asking
1: for it so i think i'm yeah. gonna do it. but i really want to see like what nini does i love seeing that kind of thing because i don't want to do tutorials but i want to show like what you don't normally see which will be sort of like a docu-series but quite not quite like just a just a channel and everybody keeps saying what are you when are you gonna put stuff on your youtube channel what are you gonna show like i'm waiting for it we want to see behind the scenes or how you make things or how you put things together like that kind yeah of
0: that. i mean and it's you know the cool thing about it is you know a lot of times particularly for i think for you and i we're so used to established productions that when it doesn't look like a big well-produced mm-hmm. thing we feel like oh this isn't enough to par but the thing about youtube which the irony is we're both obsessed with is that we're watching things that are not on a high production level. We're watching I sometimes. Watch
1: but I always think like I gotta hire a, a um No a team to come and film all of this behind the scenes stuff.
0: No, it's like I think sometimes you can just talk to the camera and just, you know, find ways to relate to people and talk about the things that matter to you. And people are so interested in that. Now I think that's what's so cool about YouTube. And I really wish that more people would, you know, kind of jump on it because sometimes I feel like for these stars. We can then see what they thought about the episode behind the scenes. And Candy does that really, really well. She's been doing it for a while. And I think Dr. Heavenly started doing one too. Yeah. To medicine. Um, I I subscribe to yours, just so you know. (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate you. I will subscribe to yours too.
1: there's nothing new on mine yet i'm trying to like rebrand it i'm trying to like revamp it i, I think i'm gonna just because i want to just give that whole behind the scenes that everybody wants when really yeah, just up there
0: just do it i mean you know just make it something like as informal as possible because nini's isn't like i i'm assuming she hired somebody to do it it's not like professionally edited to the point where it's like perfectly crisp or anything like that but i think what it does is it still allows her to touch her you know to touch people in a way that maybe they weren't able to do before Right. All right. you have to you have to subscribe to shay mitchell from pretty little liars you have to sh-
1: subscribe to hers it's so well done she does like she takes you on her vacations. she calls them shaycations you see all this behind the scenes of her life and what she does it's so well
0: done Oh, I'll have, to, I'll have to look
1: that up. The Angle camera angles with drones and stuff is really good. <laughs> oh,
0: snap. Um, can we talk yeah. about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills right Beverly now? Hills,
1: yes, 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 yes. Which, okay, so Beverly Hills has to redeem itself. And I think this season they redeemed themselves because last season was very mellow. It was just a bunch of girls arguing about friendships.
0: This season? Oh, these girls came to play this season. It's crazy. Okay, can we talk? Can we talk about the elephant in the room or the Lucy Lucy apple juicy in the room? Because <laughs> I I am oh I have a point of view, and it's possibly because I love this person, right? Mm-hmm. I love Lisa Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. I have loved her since season one, and what I will say is that. I don't think that Lisa is I think that she probably does some self-producing meaning I think she is very aware of what she wants the storyline to be. Yes. And she's very calculated with with them documenting her the way that that she wants to be seen.
1: Mm -hmm. I love that you call it self-producing instead of manipulation. I'm going to use that. (laughs)
0: Well, I think it's self-producing because, I mean, that's essentially what it is. It is.
1: He's on a TV show. But in real life, it would have been called manipulation.
0: (laughs) Well, I think that the other girls, this is what I this is my belief. I think that because they think that she's gotten away with this for so long that I really feel like they're reaching with this dog storyline.
1: Well, I would have never thought until they said it that she was setting Dorit up. Until they said it, and I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute! This sounds so much better than than what I thought." It's it's it now makes sense, which only makes her very smart. It makes her really smart, don't well, you? Hear- here's
0: the thing. Here's the thing, though. So, okay, two two things I have to say. One, I almost feel like she didn't really need to set Dorit up because there's really no punishment for Dorit at this point because nobody believes that Dorit did anything malicious <laughs> at the at the core. Because anybody could have made this mistake. But why be secretly mad at somebody?
1: Like, 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 why not just be mad at them instead of secretly mad so you can hang them on a cross?
0: Well, I think that for Lisa, it's probably more about the business than anything else. Because if what I this is what I suspect happened. I suspect that she she called Lisa and said, Lisa, hey, I gave the dog away. Lisa said, oh, oh my God. But then that would have been fine. Mm -hmm. I think that Lisa was probably fine with that. I think when she wasn't fine was when the lady took the dog to the shelter. Which wasn't Derek's fault. Well, it wasn't Derit's fault, but it's kind of like, you put me in jeopardy now, because now I look crazy because I didn't tell you to turn the dog in because I thought that I was trusting my friend mm-hmm. and this, that this wouldn't come back. This, This is honestly what I think. And this wouldn't come back to bite me in the butt. So I think she had to make it a point that I had nothing to do with this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is the story right there and I don't think that it's A, to make Dorit look bad, but I also think that Teddy is working overtime to try to distance herself from her part in this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Because she's she, she, Teddy also needed a story too. I mean, come on, last. (laughs) She did, she did. But at the end of the day, it's like. But, but, but this is her sophomore season and that's when you really shine is in your sophomore season.
0: Well, you either shine or you take a hard fall. Exactly. It's looking like, based on the previews for this week, with that text message, it's looking like, because the text message, I, you know, I, you know, I had to, I had to pause this text, this, the, the screen <laughs> and pull it up and analyze it with a magnifying glass. And that text was front was between her and one of those Johns. And basically it's Teddy saying, have, bring the dog out while we're there so that I can say it looks like Dorit's dog. You're
1: lying.
0: It, it literally says that. So you remember at the end of the preview for this week when it shows Ken says, I pr- I had John print out his text messages? Yes! Here's one thing. Here's one thing. You can alter your text messages, but you cannot alter the other person's response to you. Right. So if Teddy, if it looked like Teddy was saying like, Like, yeah, bring it out. So it's kind of like all of this time, everybody's been so upset about, well, why did they bring the dog out? And why did Lisa say she didn't want to talk about it? It, it, It's her employees. Because Teddy said to bring the dog out.
1: Okay. But so now remember, Teddy is an accountability coach. Do you think she's going to take accountability for this?
0: (laughs) I don't. I don't. And the only thing, well, she did, I read her blog from this past week. And she does kind of allude to the fact that she had a part to play in it and she's not innocent. But I feel like the way she's kind of coming at us in these previews for this week, it's kind of like, yo, like you you're acting like you didn't have anything to do with this. And like the only reason you're taking this stance now is because Lisa Renna prodded you to say that this was a setup.
1: Okay, but see here's the thing, Lisa Renna has balls and she'll stand up to Lisa Vanderpump. And so will Erica Jane. But Teddy standing up to Lisa Vanderpump was a big deal last week. When she stopped her in the middle of what she was saying, she's like, Hold on, hold on. Like, no, wait a minute. Let me finish what I said." to say. Like well, that like, that I was like, Oh I, <laughs> I think the, the only
0: the only reason she did that was because she wants to stay face in front of those other girls.
1: Yeah, and then she turned into, and apologized to Dorit.
0: Exactly, like, l- really, girl? Like, you, <laughs> to me, it's just like, yo, you just are just trying to follow the, and honestly, I feel like it's going to turn them all into the Mean Girls.
1: Yeah, it's going to probably look that way in the end, even though right now we're kind of, like, against Lisa Arena. I, I mean, Lisa Vanderpump, uh, I'm wondering, what exactly happened between her and Kyle because when she says, when she kicks Kyle out of her house and Ken goes off on her too, I'm dying to see that. Well,
0: honestly, it looks like Kyle came, and you know I'm a huge Kyle fan, but it honestly looks like Kyle came over to her home and accused her of lying and planting all of, and, and setting Dory up. That's what it, for me, that's what it looks like now.
1: Don't you think it's gotta be something bigger than that? Because it happened later on in the season. It doesn't happen... T- t- to,
0: like, are they going to spend the whole season talk about this dog? Because if they I do, mean, I, just, like, apparently I, I, not. Apparently, halfway through is when Lisa okay. stops filming with them, and then I was watching an interview with Lisa Renna on Jenny McCarthy's show, and she was saying there's I a whole that. other half of the season where it's it, there's no Lisa Vanderpump, and there's still you know a lot of drama. Okay, but we have to talk about the other thing.
1: Because you know, one of my favorite... I have three favorite housewives. And my three favorites in this order? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, Monique Samuels (laughs) is is my one favorite.
0: Then... Okay.
1: And and Erica Jane. Okay. And Portia Williams. Those are my three favorite.
0: Uh, I... I absolutely love Portia. Like Porca
1: is hilarious to me. She's hilarious. I'm happy for her. I think this I think this season she's really just cracking me up. I love her. Um, but you know I love Erica Jane. Okay. Erica Jane, if I wasn't friends with Monique, the then Erica Jane would be my first. But but Erica Jane is my favorite housewife. Because I feel like I am very much like her in a sense that. I've been accused of being cold I've been I'm an entertainer and like we like I see so much of I'm like oh she's so mean like I just love her so much she's so fabulous I just uh. but can we please talk about her um, condolence note?
0: You know what's funny? They did this little thing on uh, Instagram where they wrote like condolence notes from Erica James to all these people that had had stuff happen to them. <laughs> like memes? It was, yeah, it, there were memes, but they were written on the same type of paper. And it was like, it would be like, it would say something like, Jesse Smollett, I'm so sorry they caught you with the Africans.
1: <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, how dare you tell someone that their condolence note was not enough? How dare you? That is the dumbest thing ever. like seriously, like it was like it was not enough. First of all, we already know that Erica Jane is not the most like nurturing, like she's not the most sensitive. she's not like I don't understand why on earth anybody would ever, think that she's gonna be call you or come over and hold your hand and hug you. Like that's just not her way. So she had made her uncomfortable as I, when people die, I get uncomfortable also. Just gonna like, I don't really know what to say. Like, you know what I mean? And so I've been told that when I get uncomfortable and I don't know what to say, say that. Just say, I don't know what to say. And write the note and send it, and it, and, and took the time not to send a text message. No one writes handwritten notes anymore. And wrote it with, like, a letterhead and sent it to her. <laughs> Ooh! <I'm> like, <laughs> from the that's America Girardi. Like, come on. Ooh,
0: she used her own letterhead. Oh, my. <laughs>
1: it's a big thing. But it doesn't matter. Even if you thought it wasn't enough, why would you, in a group setting, say it, your note was not enough? And she said, you thought I was cold before. Hell has frozen over.
0: <laughs> well it's two things to this that i feel um first of all i think that you know i think we've both been in situations where people thought that our response to something that they were going through was not enough
1: yeah but i mean how close are the two of them
0: well i i don't think it's the fact that they may be that close but i think it's also the fact that they are also co-stars and they're also on the same show. And if all of the rest of the girls reached out to her, it probably does seem like a little bit distant that someone doesn't. Now, but what you I address it. Her. Well, no, here, but here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. Two things, though. What I address it, I don't necessarily know. However, since they were discussing issues at the, you know, any residual issues, it was supposed to be a cleansing and a clearing, according to Lisa Renna. Messy ass. But. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that was just created for some drama, but I feel like it was a rare moment for Lisa to really be vulnerable and say that. And I think what she was really saying to Erica really was that I want to be closer to you and I want us to be closer. And that was really the only way she could express her disappointment in the situation. I feel like it takes guts for somebody to say, I I wanted more from you in my time of need. But I can see how Erica received it as such because she already thinks that Lisa Vanderpump is slippery and manipulative. So I feel like like she went into it. She went into that conversation. Like, she already, when Erica, I feel like when somebody says something that Erica doesn't like, she turns into, like, a stone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, she, she visibly bristles. But the other side of this, though, that we have to comment on, though, is Erica kind of turned a corner, even with that same thing. Like she had a moment where she got upset about it, but it was nice to me to see her kind of break down and say, "You know what? You look really sad. Like I I see you. Yeah. And I don't I don't I don't react the same way that you expect me to. And I don't know how to react when somebody dies, and it's difficult." Who knows what to say when somebody dies?
1: There are some people that do. I am not one of those people. I can just be here for you. I can talk. You know what I mean? I don't know what to say because I don't deal with death well myself. But I think when you I think the problem is I get where Lisa is coming from. But Lisa has to understand who she's talking to, who she's dealing with. Erica's not known for being the most nurturing person. She's already known for being cold. So why would you think that you were gonna get more from her than that, no matter how close you thought that you were, you know? Well,
0: let me, let's say what, let's take it a step further though.
1: She did it her way. Okay, go ahead. I
0: think that she did it her way, but my, pro- my problem with it is this. If you knew that this wasn't necessarily going to be the approach that was the most well received, because you saved a photo of it, because you knew that there was going to be an issue, why didn't you pick up the phone instead and just simply say, "Oh, I already know that this is going to be an issue. Let me beat you to the punch." Well, Lisa Vanderpump, one one eight hundred Lisa Vanderpump, girl, I'm sorry. <laughs> you okay? Can I send you? If you need one,
1: anything, slippery snake. You got. You got. You gotta have your receipts. Because she knew it would come back up somehow. Yeah,
0: but I'm saying, though, if you knew that that version of it would come back up, why not take an alternate route?
1: Because that's just her way. I think that's just literally her way. Like, this is how I reach out to people. I send a a heartfelt note from my heart, a little short note. And, you know, I'm not the person that... I mean, maybe she could have come with some flowers, but...
0: I guess... I guess I would have been more on Erica's side had she not come back around later and said that part that portion of it. I knew it was going to be an issue, so I, th- I took a picture of it. It's like, if you knew it was going to be an issue, then already, you're already starting off on the wrong foot.
1: <laughs> but see, here's the thing. You know, you love Lisa Van Puppet. I love her drinks at her restaurant, <laughs> but <laughs> she has good drinks. I like her restaurants. I love the food and all the drinks. You know, we we've, we've been there. But I I feel like I have a problem when someone thinks they're above everybody and thinks they're the queen bee. I have that problem with Nene. I have that problem with anybody who thinks that they're like they're the queen bee of the show. Like this is everybody's show. You're not the person. Don't, you
0: have And everybody has does I've, have to never, I've never gotten that sense from Lisa. I've never gotten that she has said that. I've gotten that uh, she, that other people think she thinks that. You know, it's but kind of the way like that
1: they say, like, oh, you're gonna go up against Lisa Vanderpump. Then you're you're like you that takes gut. Like you know, even when they said that about Teddy, like standing up to her, it's it can be all over once you do that to her. Like she, you, she'll throw you away, or she'll throw you to the wolves, or she'll whatever. I don't think that's right because this is not your show. This isn't Vanderpump. Well,
0: <laughs> well, the problem is though that they make her the center of the show. When Brandy or Tim Richards is not on 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 in a particular season, they all go against Lisa Lisa Vanderpump.
1: Oh, but let, since you brought that up, what do you think is going to happen when Brandy comes back? <laughs>
0: You know what's interesting? I think that they—if—if if my predictions are correct—I think that they brought Brandy back and Kim Richards back because Lisa Vanderpump vanished from filming. What uh, I would love to see—I want to see a lot more of Brandy. Huh?
1: So Brandy's probably not going to film with Lisa Vanderpump.
0: Oh, absolutely not. She's probably—I don't think she's going to film with any of the other girls except for Denise.
1: Okay, well then that makes me circle back to Phaedra and Cam. <laughs> because I feel like Phaedra's coming back next season.
0: Honestly, I would love for Phaedra to come back. So
1: we'll, so would Nene. And she was at Andy's shower. And she was Andy's surprise from Nini. And they keep asking, who do you think should come back? They've asked Nene twice. And she said, I think that Phaedra should come back.
0: It's going to be interesting next season for Real Housewives of Atlanta, because I think that You've got two really strong players in Kenya and Phaedra Ooh. who are probably available to come back.
1: You think Kenya's coming back?
0: You know what? I don't know. I I think she's, I know she's going to be back in some capacity at the end of the season, or at least she showed up to filming at an event for Cynthia or something like that, but I don't know if they're going to show her because they're probably like, girl, we're not even going to mess with you this, this year. Mm-hmm. But... It's kind of like, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I kind of almost feel like Cynthia may not be coming back next season.
1: Because you think she's going to move to <laughs> to be with Mike?
0: Well, I kind of think that and I love, I love Cynthia, right? But I almost think that her storyline has run its course. Noelle wow. has gone off to college. Yeah. You know, she's out of that relationship with Peter. She's in a great relationship with this guy right now. And I feel like this would be a great way for her to end on a high note unless they were going to film her getting married again. But I think that you have strong players in Tanya and Eva and maybe even Shamari.
1: Yeah. Shamari, oh, I live for drunk Shamari. I think everybody live for drunk Shamari. I mean, I live for drunk Shamari. Tanya's really good i think tanya's personality is very like loud and out there and very Like she reminds me a little bit of candace a little bit from potomac
0: um
1: i i yeah i think that eva i mean eva's reads are everything but eva is so funny because once she gets going is there's no bringing her back like she's she's like you i'm cool and mellow with everybody but as soon as you start like with Marlo, there was no loot. She ran Marlo all the way into the ground. There's nothing. She said, they said that that scene went on for about 13 hours. It was way more than what you saw. It was so long. They Like they were reading each other for hours and hours. <laughs> like it just was so
0: long. Listen, all I know is that it's going to be in, very interesting to see who comes back. I mean, honestly, I feel like we know Portia, Nene, most likely Candy, yeah, will be back.
1: Yeah, I I feel like they're they're definitely coming. I'm dying to see the reunion. They're filming it very soon, so I cannot. I heard
0: wait. it was I heard it was this week.
1: Yeah, I think it is because Portia put something up, and they have to do it before Portia goes into labor.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that'll be really, really, really interesting to see. Um. Okay. So. We'll wrap this up for this week. you have anything major going on this week that you want to tell the audiences about?
1: Mm, nothing major going on this week. Um, no, not, not nothing. Just some things in the works, but nothing I can really talk about yet. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Top secret. Oh, my. <laughs> what do you have going on? <laughs> you, you know what's interesting? I'm on vacation all this week. I mean, we are, are like we're on like a week long hiatus from filming. So I've got some time to like get some things together. I'm going to edit some YouTube videos that I've that I've had in the can. Mm-hmm. Um, I just finished a developing a course for media professionals, teaching them how to get on television. Mm-hmm. So I. have all done with that and that should be up and running in a short time so if people want to follow that they can just type in media mogulmastery.com and you guys will see the first course up there I'm just kind of adding a couple of extra things to that but otherwise I'm trying to relax and really just try, trying to live life because I feel like I spend so much time going 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 and trying to accomplish so many things I want to sit back and relax a second
1: yeah I get that for sure yeah for sure you need that you need the balance
0: literally i need i need some balance so i
1: did just find out that i'm going to be performing on i think june 5th at the kennedy center again so Mm, mm. and where can they find find if i'm going to take an excerpt from my regular from the concerts that i've done or am i going to do something completely new and different i don't know
0: where where can everybody find tickets or do you have the link yet?
1: They're not on... They're, it, it's not... I don't have it yet. It was literally just announced, so...
0: Just... Okay. Just announced. I, so, everybody, be on the lookout for that. Follow Riley at...
1: At Riley Knox on Instagram and follow you where?
0: <laughs> at DJ Richie Sky on Instagram and the Twitter. I'm not on Twitter that much, but, I mean, you go follow me. And then su- subscribe to our YouTube channels. Mine is... DJ Richie Scott
1: and mine is Riley Knox
0: <laughs> easy breezy, easy breezy. So, subscribe to both of our channels and subscribe to this podcast because we're going to be coming at you guys Every week, bringing you the latest and greatest in pop culture, and we got listen. We talk so much about Housewives today that we need not get a chance to talk about Wendy returning. We're going to talk about that next week. Oh my, God. Oh my about Wendy
1: was so good. We'll have to talk. About exactly.
0: That. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta wait till next week. We'll talk about it next week, or maybe we'll do it later this week. Who knows? If we're feeling, if we're feeling jazzy, we'll just do it. Exactly. All right. So I'm signing off for right now, and I will guys later and we'll be back with another episode very very soon
1: happy first podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) bye bye